welcome to Diary of a Twitch Streamer, where I share the ups and downs of my Twitch journey over the past year and a half. I'm your host, Kim Craft. You can chat and hang out with me live four nights a week over at twitch.tv slash kimcraft. If you'd like to support the show, the best way to do that is to share out the anchor.fm slash kimcraft link with all your friends. Tell them about the show and uh, have them subscribe through all the major podcast aggregators, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all those places. So I might have a short episode tonight. Uh, I think it might be a little short. Uh, I do want to talk about a couple recent things happening in the world of Twitch. Uh, things that I do not approve of. Twitch and I are not friends this month. <laughs> I'm uh, a little angry with Twitch and the way that they've been running some things and some decisions that they have been making. Uh, and, and let me start off first with their decision to disable notifications for raids of five people or less. Uh, they quietly made a change to their system where uh, if you raid somebody with less than five people, the person being raided does not get a notification. They have no idea you're there unless you, you post like a raid message. So someone had sent in a ticket to Twitch asking about uh, that they, they weren't seeing notifications uh, for, for getting raids. And Twitch confirmed that raids of smaller uh, viewers were not being sent through notifications. And this person posted that email up on Twitch and, and people went absolutely nuts, uh, rightfully so. And Twitch had responded uh, and made it sound like they were going to fix fix the issue, but they never actually did. So their their response was, first, fist in the air emoji. We hear your feedback on a change we made that was meant to guard against raid bot attacks, but reduce the visibility for smaller, for smaller raids. While you can view these raids in your activity feed, we're working on a solution that treats raids equally while guarding against abuse. So they never actually really fixed the issue. I don't understand how turning off notifications for smaller streamers guards against raid attacks. Because if it, usually raid attacks are, I would assume, to be a, a large number of bots. So how, how does how does disabling raids on, on smaller streamers affect bot raids? I don't get it. Uh, to me... This is just another way that Twitch shows that they, they do not care about smaller streamers. I mean, it's, it's just a, the truth. If you've been on this platform long enough, you know they don't care about smaller, smaller streamers. And this is really frustrating for me uh, because usually when I raid somebody, my average raid is three, people, three to four people is what I usually raid out with. Uh, so it's a little frustrating. We used to have raid messages to be fun and uh, a way of, of engaging. Now it's turned into a matter of importance. So if you're raiding and you are raiding with a group of, of three to four people, make sure that you post your raid message in the person's chat or they will not know that you're there. They'll have no idea. I assume they fixed this, but they didn't. It's still happening. It happened to me when I raided somebody the other night. They never got an alert. Uh, they say they say this shows up in your notifications. Now I use Stream Elements OBS, and it did not show up 
in or the activity feed. It does not show up in the stream elements activity feed. And it, and it tells me usually when I get a raid, it says so-and-so raided you and so-and-so hosted you, like both of them at the same time. I didn't see any of that. So I, I don't think they're pushing those through. So that's one that's one of the issues that, that Twitch has frustrated me about this week. The other issue is uh, they, or, or last week, I mentioned that they had announced this new thing called Twitch Soundtrack. This was sort of their answer to Facebook purchasing the licenses to a lot of popular music for their partner streamers and their streamers in the Level Up program to stream uh, while they're live. At first, I thought this was a great thing. I signed up for the beta. I got access to the beta. I installed it. And then come to find out it's not actually a good thing. It's actually pretty bad. I'm going to post a link to Devin Nash's video on this topic in the show notes. Uh, if you don't know Devin Nash, he's a pretty big figure in the, in the, uh, the, the Twitch and live streaming uh, content area. Uh, I think he is the COO of an agency. They manage Dan's Gaming, Giant Waffle, and a few other really large streamers. Uh, and he does a lot of talks on stream-related stuff, business stuff. Uh, check him out. I will post a link to his video. He explains this whole situation better than I do. But essentially, Twitch, uh, the Twitch Soundtrack is a piece of software that works as a plug-in to OBS or Streamlabs OBS. and it lets you play music with or lets you it lets you play music on stream however the they only acquired the license for live performance twitch is also paying the musicians with uh exposure and not actual money there's a way they're they're skirting around having to actually pay for money also when you use this service it pops up a big box on your stream that says what song is playing. I'm also going to post a couple of articles written by uh, the founder of Pretzel Rocks and also from uh, Rolling Stone about how this is actually pretty bad. Uh, they, they're they skirting around DMCA and eventually they're going to get themselves in trouble uh, and probably take us down with them. So I'll post links to those articles. I highly recommend that you read through those. They are uh, pretty important. Uh, so my issue with soundtrack is that uh, I installed this, I set it up as a source plugin in OBS, Stream Elements OBS, and I could never get the software to work. Every time I loaded it, it just kept telling me that it couldn't connect to OBS, but I left it in there anyway as a as a source. Well, I noticed that uh, like four the last four of my VODs had no audio. I couldn't figure out why. Clips made during the stream, the audio was maintained, but the actual VOD themselves had no audio. Like, it was completely stripped. It wasn't, like, muted. You know when when you watch a VOD and somebody has copywritten music that gets muted, you see, like, a little red area in the in the bar, in the, in the playback bar? Well, it wasn't like that. I wasn't playing any music. It's just that my audio was completely stripped. I couldn't figure out why. So I sent in the, I sent a ticket into Twitch and I, you know, you have to select the default selections or whatever. And I said, uh, my selection was stream VOD, uh, VOD muted or, or something like that. 
So they sent me an auto reply and it basically said muted audio appeals should be filed by going to our uh, video manager page, clicking on the more button on the VOD you wish to appeal, then clicking appeal, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then it also said, if this response is not relevant to your issue, please reply back and let us know. So I replied back. I said, this is not my issue. My audio was stripped. I was not playing music during my stream and my, my, my audio was muted. I would like to know why or get this fixed. Instead of somebody actually looking at my issue, maybe doing a little bit of investigating, all they did was send me another sort of pre-written response that says, thank you for contacting us. We process DMCA takedown requests from rights holders in accordance with our DMCA guidelines. I never received a DMCA takedown request. Never. My VOD was not muted. It was just the audio was stripped. I couldn't figure out why. After like four nights, and then it finally dawned on me, it has to be soundtrack because I went back and read soundtrack. And what it does is it lets you play music on stream, but because they did not acquire a mechanical license or a master license, when, when, you, when you're done recording, uh, since they don't have rights to, to uh, or the rights to have music in your VODs, they just strip out all of your audio, period. What, what pisses me off is that I wasn't even using the software. I wasn't even playing music. It was just there as a source. And I guess that source encodes something into the VOD and uh, Twitch's software recognizes it and it just removes all my audio. That's going to suck really bad. If For those of you who, if, if you are planning on using this and you like to download your VODs like I do and cut them up and make them into clips, you're not going to be able to do that with Twitch soundtrack. Uh, so you might as well forget it. I mean, that's, that's one issue. But my primary issue is that they never even bothered to look into my issue. They just made an assumption and sent me some bullshit. <laughs> like, I, I, that just made me so angry that they never even, even bothered to look. Look, I work in support. I do college student tech support. And every time somebody sends in a ticket, I take some time investigate the issue, contact them. I have a conversation with them. I try to figure out what's going on. They did nothing. This is a major company. They didn't do anything because they don't care. They, they don't give a shit. And so that's, that's my issue, Twitch. So what do you do? You, you, I mean, there's nothing you really can do, right? I can sit here and I can vent my frustrations and say, you know, I'm, I'm angry at Twitch. I don't like Twitch. By the way, if you, if you've ever been to my streams in the past, you, you know, as a company, I do not like Twitch. I'm there because my Twitch family is there. Uh, Twitch is a country, as a company, I, I don't like it. But I mean, what else are you going to do? You going to pick up and go to YouTube? Go to Facebook? I've looked at Facebook gaming. It's, it's not good. It's, I'll tell you what, Facebook gaming is interesting. Their UI is actually pretty cool. So when you click on the gaming section, they give you a list of like popular games and then you can actually search for games. You can browse by games. Uh, and then they, they show you streamers in your region or in your area. Uh, the only thing I don't like about Facebook gaming is the fact that you have to use your real name. 
uh, I, I have a horrible last name. I don't want my last name popping up on the screen and then having to worry about people are going to make fun of me in chat because of my horrible last name. <laughs> that's my that's my one issue with Twitch. I'm, I'm sorry, not Twitch, Facebook. Uh, I was watching a couple of Facebook streamers and they were talking back and forth. They were playing Warzone. And they were talking about how it's hard to grow on Facebook now because they've introduced uh, boosted, I guess, boosted streams. So as a streamer, you can pay to have your stream boosted. And if you can't afford to boost your stream every time, you just get pushed down. And they said it's, it's extremely hard to grow that way. Uh, said that they, they used to be or have great numbers. And then when the boosted, when they introduced boosted streams, their numbers went down. I was just sitting there listening like, oh, well, this is terrible. So I guess in concept, Twitch's uh, uh, Facebook gaming is, is kind of cool. But then when you start listening to the streamers, it's not that great. Unless I guess you're you're one of the major streamers like Stone Mountain 64 who can afford to boost their streams every time. So then I got interested in YouTube gaming. So I went over to YouTube, uh, went to the gaming section. Trying to find a game live on YouTube is is difficult because they don't have, they have a few rows of games and it's just games selected by YouTube. That's all it really tells you. And it's it's usually it's nothing I even wanted to watch. And there, there is like no more button. Uh, there's no just dedicated area where it lists like all the directories. YouTube doesn't do that. You have to actually search for a game and then click the live tab just to see if it's live. You don't really know because, I mean, if, if nobody's streaming it, I guess it doesn't have a live tab, but you don't really know. It's very confusing. They need to fix their their UI. If 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 YouTube wants to be a major player in the streaming space, they need to fix their UI, do something better, because uh, right now it is not very intuitive. I have also heard that YouTube's latency is worse than Twitch, so the, la the latency between me, the streamer, and you, the viewer, is is greater or worse than that of Twitch, and Twitch isn't too bad. It's usually, for me, it's like two to three seconds. Sometimes it gets pretty bad. Sometimes it can be 30 seconds, and I just have to do a refresh, uh, but they say YouTube is worse. The other thing about YouTube, or actually even Facebook, you getting the option to to monetize your stream is more difficult, especially on YouTube. Because on YouTube, you have to have 1,000 followers or 1,000 subs and 4,000 hours of watch time per 12 months. Uh, and then you get partnered. Then you can have monetization on your streams. On Facebook, they say you have to have 100 followers and you have to stream so many hours. It, they make it sound easy, but then I've also heard about Facebook streamers still not getting into the level up program, which is, I guess, is, is the monetization part where you can have like stars and stuff like that. The stars is basically like bits. They say they don't know. Nobody, nobody really tells them what the actual qualifiers are. Uh, you don't really get notified. You're just kind of guessing. Uh, so, you know, what do you do? If you're frustrated with the company, you usually boycott, right? Well, you can't really boycott quit Twitch because there's no real competition. So Streamlabs released the quarter three stats for, for streaming, streaming platforms. Uh, and their main takeaways from this, I'm going to put, I'm going to post a link in the show notes and you can read through this yourselves. 
but the main takeaways is audience audiences watched over 7.46 billion hours of content across all the live streaming platforms. Uh, this number is slightly down from last quarter. Year over year, the live streaming industry grew by 91.8% compared to 3.89 billion hours watched in quarter three of 2019. YouTube gaming experienced the most growth for hours watched with an increase of 156 million hours from quarter two to quarter three. Facebook surpassed 1 billion hours watched for the first time. Following the shutdown of Mixer, the majority of its streamers went over to Twitch. So therefore, Twitch now represents 9.1 or 91.1% of the market share for hours streamed. Uh, that's up 14.5% from last quarter. So now Facebook, uh, Facebook represents 3.4% of the market share uh, and YouTube represents 5.5% of the market share for hours streamed. That's for hours streamed. Uh, for hours watched, uh, Twitch has 4.741 billion hours watched. YouTube has 1.6 billion and Facebook has 1.04 billion. Uh, so... There's a lot of content being watched over at, over at YouTube. I mean, of course, not as much as Twitch, but at YouTube, at least. being more, more, It's more than Facebook, so YouTube is growing. Uh, I think a lot of people have just trust issues with Facebook, me being one of them. I mean, they're, they are so invasive with their advertising, with, with their platform, with, with everything. They, they are like the worst when it comes to privacy. Uh, so that's probably why I, if I was to switch, uh, I would never go to go to uh, a Facebook. And uh, the reason why I bring up switching is because, you know, recently we've had a lot of people switching platforms, trying to decide where to go and, and try new things. We've had people switch to Mixer before Mixer shut down, then Mixer shut down. People switched to either Facebook or Twitch. Most of them went to Twitch, apparently. And the, I think the mistake people make is they switch platforms thinking because they're not growing on Twitch, if they switch to a different platform, they, they'll have better growth there. And that's not the case. If you're not growing on Twitch, you're not going to grow on another platform. The only reason why I would recommend anybody switch platforms is because you, you don't want to deal with the company anymore. Uh, in my case, <laughs> I don't like Twitch. I... If, if if I were if I were somebody else looking at me, I would say, hey, look, if, if you're tired of Twitch, you don't want to be there anymore, just switch. Uh you have a small audience now. Most of your audience will go with you. That's what I would do. And and go to go to Facebook or not Facebook, go to YouTube. Uh would I switch? I don't know. I, I honestly I don't know. Twitch has just been bothering me here lately. Uh, they also recently par partnered a, a sexual predator. I don't know if you, if you heard about this, they recently, uh, partnered, um, Onision, Oni, Onision, Onision. So anyway, he's, he's, he started out on YouTube, 34 year old dude, super creepy. Uh, he basically, let me give the rundown. So he moved this girl in who's 14 years old. Basically what he did, he groomed her over a four year period. 
to have sex with her later when she turned 18, when she was legal age. This dude is fucking creepy, but I'm going to post a link to this story. You two partnered this guy. Like, this was a huge deal. Like, Chris Hansen of To Catch a Predator got involved. Uh, this is a, a huge, huge story uh, of this dude. Just a creepy, creepy dude. Uh, but Twitch gave him partnership. I don't understand why. Did, was nobody really even paying attention? Did they, were they just handing out partnerships that day? So that's that's just another issue. I mean, I know this turned into a Twitch bashing issue or or episode, but at least I came at it from a level head. The last three times I tried to record this episode, it just, it turned into me ranting, like angrily ranting. Um, I, I think I kept my cool. So that's where we're at. This, I mean, you know, the show's called Die Every Twitch Streamer. These are my thoughts. These are, this is what I feel. This is, this is what I'm thinking at the moment regarding Twitch and their policies and, and just them as a company and Jeff Bezos, uh, with Amazon. I, I can't stand Amazon, but we're kind of stuck. You know, Amazon prime, they make it too hard just to not use Amazon. Right? So, I mean, what, what do you do at this point? Do we just continue to enable Twitch and, and stay on their platform platform because there's really nowhere else to go? Do we jump ship and go over to YouTube? Like, what do you do? Because I feel like with us just staying on the platform, we're all we're doing is enabling Twitch, right? But, you know, what are we going to do? We're going to go. We're stuck. We have no other option. I think Twitch knows that. You know, and the other issue is, I'm going to post a link to this as well. It came out recently, as a matter of fact, the other day, that uh, employees of Twitch have alleged a long history of sexism and racism at the company itself, at Twitch, at the Twitch offices, uh, which is very disturbing. Uh, I'm going to post a link to that article. This came out in PC Gamer um, on the, or five days ago. This is a really good read. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it's a little sad, kind of sickening. But again, you know, what do you do, man? What, what do you do? You know, if I find if I found out like my favorite local pizza place, which is actually that that's 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 way out there in left field because there are no good local pizza places here in West Palm Beach. Let's say my favorite local burger place, I find out there has been like a massive history of sexism and racism among their employees, and they've been treating their employees terribly. Um, and I've I've found out that they're you know partnering with a sexual predator in some sort. Of, I'd stop eating there, like in a heartbeat. It wouldn't even be a question, right? I I can go get a burger anywhere, but with streaming, what are you going to do? Because you're already monetized here on Twitch, right? And then just to move up and move everybody, start from the beginning again, no monetization. Because you can't have super chat, can't have members, which is sort of like their subscriptions. So I don't know. It's it's something to think about. What would you do? I'd like to know. Email me kimcraft at gmail.com or just hit me up on Twitter or in the Discord. Uh, I, I'm curious. Like, what do you do? If you're sick of a company, like you know, you know, people have been boycotting Harry Potter because of uh, J.K. Rowling's dumbass comments regarding. Uh, transgender people because there's plenty of other books to read 
there's there's millions of better books to read. I don't know. I've I've rambled on long enough. Uh, I hope I didn't run you off. If you're still here, thank you, thank you so much for for can for continuing to listen to this. I mean, these are like general concerns that I have. You know what I mean? Not general concerns. These are viable, legitimate concerns that I have that you should have regarding the way Twitch is run and the people that they partner and the way they treat their employees. Not caring about smaller streamers. As a smaller streamer and you're trying to, to network and introduce your community to other communities and make some friends, that hurts a lot. And I don't think turning that off is going to deter bot raids. I don't, I don't understand that reasoning at all. That was just some dumbass at Twitch. Well, we'll go ahead and do it and then apologize later and then not fix it. So that's all I'm going to ramble on about. Thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. So remember, DOTS is available in every major podcast app, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. All over the place. Just head over to anchor.fm slash chemcraft. All of the links are there for you to subscribe into all those major podcast aggregators. If you have any questions or feedback or just, you know, like I said, let me know what you would do. Send me an email, chemcraft at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at chemcraft. Uh, remember, you can watch me live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday over at twitch.tv slash chemcraft. Until next time, be well, be safe, stay crafty. Good night.